Hello everyone, this is You've Got 5 Options, a radio show where we prove that 5 is a magic number. Our experts will give you 5 tips on how to make your private or professional life better. We will solve your life challenge by giving you 5 different options to choose from. And our guests will answer 5 exciting questions while live on air. Tune in and feel the magic of 5. Hello everyone, this is Marta and this is Anna and this is You've Got 5 Options show. And this is second part of our interview with Dimi. I will not even dare to say your surname. Okay, Dimi, go. What's your surname? Please tell us. Cholakov. 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 Yeah. Cholakov. <laughs> Cholakov. Okay. Dimi yes. Cholakov, yes. a performance coach <laughs> and compassionate leadership coach who is uh, here with us for the second part where we are talking about five building blocks of compassionate leadership. Mm. And we had, a, we had a really great first episode, I think, where I have uh, tried to, you know, somehow put Dimi in a corner and see if he's... Uh, professional and personal story and website is true. <laughs> he has passed. He has also passed the Bulgarian language test that Marta confirmed sounds kind of maybe like Bulgarian. So we know that he's an authentic guest and we had a really fantastic you know, story from you because you showed vulnerability you. and courage. So that was really great. Thank you. And if you have missed that, guys, then you are a very, very naughty and Santa will bring you no presents this year. <laughs> so go on our website, thefiveoptions.com and see in the podcast section, the first episode with Dimi. You can also listen to us on Spotify, on iTunes, any other podcasting app and on YouTube because we have a channel which is called Dimi. How do, what do you think our channel is called? You've got five options. Yes, you've got five <laughs> options. Bravo. It's so logical and intuitive and it's for free. And all of the episodes are stored there. So please yeah. get back to that episode if you have missed it. And now we are starting with part two. So Dimi, you are still here with us. Yes. And Marta, our wonderful Marta, who maybe this time will not have to confirm any Bulgarian. <laughs> but uh, I saw a connection here. Mm. First of all, both of you were in London. <laughs> well, that's a very good connection. <laughs> that's a connect both of us have been in London too, Anna. <laughs> so three of us were in London. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God, this is crazy. <laughs> How could we do that? <laughs> no, but you know, we all have been in London. Yes. But you guys were in London because mm. you were taking a coaching education mm. in two different academies. Mm. But I found it very interesting to see actually two coaches. And uh, guys, because I will have one more question to your blog building block of compassionate leadership, which was the first block, clarity. Yes. But before I will ask that question, I would like to ask you different academies, but were you studying different things? What kind of coaches are you now just to for the listeners to understand? So actually, the academy which I've uh, graduated there is called IPEC. It's American mm -hmm. Academy, which has a department or something, I don't know how you call it, in London. Mm -hmm. And um, generally, the coaching which I I finished was life purpose coaching. Okay, life yeah. purpose coaching. Yeah, that was Whoa. how it was called. How was uh, called? I love it. <laughs> Marta? This is so cool. Mine is so, uh, 
all different. But anyway, <laughs> it's the one because I also stalked you a little bit. Uh, I yeah. did the LinkedIn stalking. Yeah. And on the LinkedIn, you are a performance coach. Mm. So that's the way my education is called. I am okay. finalizing the Coaching Academy from, from mm -hmm. London. And uh, my diploma is called Personal Performance Coaching. Wow. It used to be called Life Coaching but they have changed it to personal performance. And actually that's really ironic because Marta, you are actually helping people many times with life purpose. Wow. So guys, why did you finish <laughs> the opposite <laughs> diplomas and doing the opposite? No, I know that for sure you are, I think everything is more or less integral and holistic. You cannot Absolutely. be a great performer if you don't have your life purpose put mm. together and vice versa. So I understand all of this. So mm. let's just agree that those are labels Absolutely. and you are both doing a really great job trying to help people to unlock your potential but that's why i i saw something very interesting because dimi you were talking about the first building block of the compassionate leadership which was clarity mm -hmm. meaning knowing what is your why why you are doing what you are doing and having this grand vision of yourself mm -hmm. and marta said something interesting that many people think that this is like a piano of purpose falling on your head like one day you will just yes know what your life purpose is and you said that sometimes it requires many of small steps to get there so marta i would like to hear your take on it and then dimi's comment yes yeah, so basically i was one of these people that was asking the who the heck am i and what's my purpose and why am i here and so on for many years without getting an answer and i didn't know how to get that answer and i was waiting for the eureka moment but it has not arrived and i got impatient so i started to read about it and i started to listen to podcasts and read articles books whatever and tried many different methods. And what finally kicked in for me was to make an exercise that I called for myself Inner Detective, where I took a little book, mm -hmm. a little notebook, and I was writing down every single thing that brings joy in my life. Wow. And at the beginning, I was doing this as a mental exercise. So at the beginning, I was just noticing which is the thing that brings me joy. But in order to be able to like analyze patterns, and really get somewhere, really writing it down is great because we think when we think is so great, but actually, you know, putting stuff on paper allows you to later have some kind of data <laughs> that yes. you can actually put into some kind of patterns because I quickly realized that for me, it has something to do with people and working with people, but actually what? So, okay, so if it's people, should I be a manager? Should I maybe be a psychologist? Should I be a coach or maybe motivational speaker or maybe a radio host where I can talk about people's stories? So technically, even a stripper falls in that category, to be honest. <laughs> so basically, you know, for people. Yes. So you yeah. could choose so many different ways uh, of uh, helping people in many different aspects. Yet this exercise of actually writing it down diligently like walking with that notebook and writing down every single moment of joy mm -hmm. has allowed me to get that big what, what is it that I'm supposed to do? And then, of course, why started to kick in, because the clarity is a lot about connecting what and why. Absolutely. I totally agree with actually everything she said. And I think it, it, when I talk about that initially, I said for the vision uh, that we cannot you cannot expect to happen now, but you can start the process of it by ans asking this question. Maybe your way is, is super cool because you write everything down because the things can come like you're walking and something is coming. You just write it, then something else happened, you write it. And at some point you can connect the dots. 
and you can say, okay, this is what I am. When you started talking about that, I, I actually recalled myself when I started, I was thinking exactly like that, like, okay, I can do that, I can do that, I can do that, I can be consultant, I can be coach. I also asked ask my, myself, but I didn't know what exactly it is, so that's why I had to try and see, okay, if I do that, how I feel, if I do that, how I feel. And in this way, you try, because some people, they take it so serious and they start reading like five years without doing anything. And then you cannot see actually how you're in the field. You cannot come up with the thing yourself without seeing how you feel when you do it. Mm -hmm. That's why you go there, you try, go more and more and try more and more. And then at some point, you're going to get the thing. And then you're going to get more and more of it. I mean, it doesn't matter how many people I ask who are very successful. They always say that they didn't know that they're going to be exactly that when they started, they tried. Yeah, I, I actually totally love uh, love this last line. You know, they tried. Yeah. Because many people, as Marta said, wait for the piano of purpose. But actually, I got the same question when I was talking about my life purpose a year ago when we, when we had an event. I always knew I want to be a writer, right? Mm. And people, and I think Claudia, mm -hmm. Claudia, Wow, what a coincidence again. Claudia Damitz mentioned on our show. Uh, Claudia asked me, but what about people who are not born with it or didn't know uh, in a childhood? And then I realized I tried the radio and I loved it. It was trying, you know, it was trying. This is exactly the key. Guys, I absolutely love your uh, input on this one because I think it can help a lot of people. By the way, I think two of you should have a coffee together in London or <laughs> in <Orbe>. Aarhus <laughs> oh, <a> little bit <laughs> because I, I think that you you both could uh, could come up with something really uh, a nice True. event or something yeah. but let's get to walk the talk because mm. I actually also am trying to walk the talk of uh, taking <laughs> a care of the timing of this uh, um, episode so yeah. the second building block of mm. compassionate leadership in your mm. model Dimitar is I said the full name Dimitar walking Whoa. the talk <laughs> it's walking the talk. So please tell us a little bit about what it means. Just before I start with that, I want to just finish up with something about clarity. Sure. It's okay. I will allow uh, it. When, <laughs> <laughs> when I we said about vision, we talk about purpose or, mm -hmm. you know, the why. And then just to finish up, there are two more things which I always help people with there is, first of all, to ask themselves what are the values they have, what kind of principles they've follow through i well, i love the word principles because every one of us has them when you say values people start thinking of very big things somewhere there that is but principles is you have them every one of us follows something and i always love asking the, them the question think about someone who you really admire and really believe this person is very developed and write down what you really admire in this person because very often our principles are coming or values they are coming from these people and we follow people because of that. And then you got start getting more aware of what are yours because the way you make decisions in life is very connected to that. And then the last one which I, which I did, which I have uh, there is what do you believe in? What's higher power you believe in? And this question is very important because every one of us believes in something that is bigger than us. But... The question is what it is. And because people talk about religion a lot, it's a very controversial topic, and people are afraid to talk about that, and they put it aside, but it's there. And the question here is, it doesn't matter if what you believe, which is bigger than us, 
but you need to know what it is because you can rely on it and know how to connect with it. In my own opinion, they're not different. Maybe it's one thing, but we call it in different names. Mm-hmm. And we we believe that we connect with it in different ways. It doesn't matter if it's universe, God, or uh, you know nature. These are different names we, we, we use about it. But it's something. And then when people say, I don't know what it is, I ask them the question, think in moments when you are hopeless. What you are thinking about. What you are you know, directing your attention to what you are asking for help. Because exactly in these moments of helpless and hopelessness, we turn very, very often towards this thing. Mm-hmm. And once we know that, we can use the power of it. And I'm not talking about here like very big, no religious stuff. You understand what I mean? It's just something which I believe everyone has there in some way. Okay. Actually, it makes... A lot of sense. And this is one of those things that uh, we rarely hear on the show, you know. So thank you for mentioning that. Well, I know definitely, Timmy, that in your case, it's not Santa. Quite quite disappointing. (laughs) But I do believe that everyone has has something or at least even people who say that they don't believe in anything. Mm. They believe (laughs) that there is nothing or they believe in science. So sometimes science can be that religion or whatever that is. Um, So thank you for that. Very, very interesting uh, angle that Mm. we rarely hear. Um, But please tell us more about walking the talk then. Yes. Uh, So after we have these basics, of course, the next step is we can know of it, but we need to start moving. Mm -hmm. We need to start doing something. And then the walking the talk starts always with your priorities. So find now you know your vision. You know in 10 years where you want to be. But in order to start doing something about it, you need to put it a little bit more tangible. So then you find the priorities. Okay, what do I want? What, which were the three to five priorities I have? So 10 years is this one, but I need to start this year. For this year, what I, are my priorities? Is it my intimate relationship? Is it my career? Is it my personal health? Whatever it is, you need to find out. And I always recommend three to five. I also love three because the number is, I love the number. And at the same time, you can focus more on this. If you put 10 priorities, you how you can focus on that? Yeah, there are those, those are actually <laughs> not priorities then. <laughs> They're not priorities. Yeah. So I always use the Tony Robbins approach because I, I was, of course, studying a lot of him. I mean, everyone who is interested in coaching, I think, knows him and can learn a lot from him. Mm-hmm. And he used these roles that you need to find out what are your roles in life and how many roles you have. And then you find out which of these roles, how you can want to develop them, where you want to be there. So he's doing actually for every role vision like you're doing for life. But it's very, we cannot go in depth with that. But the idea is I have these three priorities and help people to have them. And then after you have them, let's say you have intimate relationships, you have career and you have health. Let's mm-hmm. say this is the priorities you have this year. Uh, then you have, you need to put your intentions for these priorities. I'm using the word intention, not goals, because goals in my head is, stays very rigid. Like people, when they say here goals, they just, they just want to do it because they're afraid they cannot achieve goal. But when you use intention, I have noticed that people are a little bit more calmer. Because intention is, okay, I want to do this thing. This is my intention for my priority. This year, I want to get a girlfriend, for example. Mm -hmm. This is your intimate relationship intention for the year. Mm -hmm. Until this date, for example, 28th of December, I'm going to have a girlfriend. 
let's say mm-hmm. this one. I don't know if this is this can be great intention or until this date I want to get this amount of money for the company I'm working for. Mm-hmm. I want my salary to be this one. So you put very concrete intention or intentions. Maybe you can use two, three intentions for your priority you have. Mm-hmm. So now as I mean you understand what I mean it's like you make it more and more tangible. Mm-hmm. And you break it down a little bit so that it looks more uh, achievable, you know? Mm-hmm. When you start with very abstract, go to inten- more tangible thing. And then after you have these goals or intentions, these intentions for all of your priorities, you know actually what I want to achieve this year. I know this it is. And then you need to find the, the last step, which I haven't found for many people which use. I call it mini habits. And this step of mini habits is super important. Why? Because when you have intentions, then you need to start moving towards this intention. But we tend, because our society is very connected to perfectionism, we want to be perfect, very big thing. You need to start doing it. But where where it's big, you you don't want to start it, right? So that's why you need to break it down to something small. Something which is very small that you cannot fail. There is this great book of mini habits, actually, which opened my, my, my eyes towards this idea, which is super cool. I think Stephen Geis was the guy who wrote the book, and he writes a lot for perfectionism also. And I got a lot of great ideas from him because when you start doing something with mini habits, uh, you you cannot fail with that. Okay, for example, I want to get a, the girlfriend. What should you do first? I can just talk to one girl every day. Mm-hmm. So it's very easy. I mean, just walk around I and mean, asking for, I'm not talking to you, you go and ask the girl to go out on a date for you with you. That but just would go be and talk slightly to the girl. creepy if you would ask every day a different <laughs> girl <laughs> <No>. <laughs> or something. Yeah, exactly. You just talk to, to the girl like, how, you know, what is the time or whatever. But yeah. you, you create your movement towards the intention you have. So this is super important. The movement, the momentum. Mm-hmm. When you start creating the momentum, later it's very easy to adjust. But before you start the momentum, you feel stiff and just stays in your head and the time goes and then at some point you say I don't have time I cannot do it and you start getting your confidence level down so you need to to feel that you're moving towards something so that is the mini habit part which is incredibly important for me Uh, and after you have that the last point here in working the talk I have is accountability so you need to find how you can keep yourself accountable because it's not only that you you said that you're gonna do it, but you need to feel that there is something there, someone, maybe which for me it works well when I talk to someone that knows that you said that thing and he's gonna or she's gonna ask you what happened with that. Very often, uh, one of the approaches there is to have accountability buddy or you know partner with whom you can talk about this stuff. Like once a week you talk and you do, oh I want to do that and that and that, and then you talk about that because it's immeasurable the value of that one because otherwise you feel alone and when you can't because you're gonna face failure then it goes down again the confidence I cannot do it and then move forward so these four things if we use them properly 
I think you have problem to walk the talk in whatever you said you're gonna. Uh, Demi, thank you for that. And I can see that actually uh, each of the building block has building blocks. Yes, uh, yeah. And I think we already got hell of a lot of value only with clarity and walking the talk. We have only 10 minutes okay. left uh, <laughs> and three more building blocks. Uh, but And I will just probably ask you for the main thought about each block so I we can still have a little bit of a conversation. Yep. But I was wondering if, uh, if he, there is any place where people can read about it or listen about it. Do you have anything in preparation? Because I guess that would help people to go through it. Are you writing a blog, a book, or you have some videos that are explaining this? I actually uh, work on uh, videos and um, series when I talk about this stuff. It just became an idea for me that it's good to have something someplace when you can just talk about these things. And I'm also thinking about some kind of booklet, maybe not book so far, but booklet, like when they're explained mm-hmm. and they can see how you can, you know, how can they can follow them. And also, I'm uh, from time to time when I have time and uh, I am doing some workshops mm-hmm. which I can talk about all of them and we do exercises with everyone. Okay, can so I guess that uh, first of all, we will, of course, uh, give our listeners a link to your website mm-hmm. where they can find you and see all of those things. Mm. But whenever you have something ready, just give us a shout out and then we will also, you know, share with our listeners. Absolutely. But now there will be a challenge ahead of you, Dimi, because you will have to give us a very crisp explanation of what compassionate connection is. The main thing about compassionate connection is there are three things I'm going to I can be very fast with that. The, the here the main goal is to create uh, to know that you have your own back, that you are compassionate with yourself and give yourself the chance to make mistakes and fail. So this is very important because in otherwise we stop, of course. So how you do that? First of all, you need to be aware on how you communicate with yourself, in what way you you answer you react on these setbacks in life, mm-hmm. and. Then you have to be accepting of yourself. You need to accept that you have them. You have weaknesses, you have setbacks, and you accept totally this stuff. It sounds easy, but it's not. It's very hard. Maybe the hardest thing I have faced in my life. And then you be kind to yourself, even though you have these things. How you can do to yourself, it's your own way. You can be creative with that. But showing that you accept that, I cannot explain it how much opens for your life and then of course appreciate what you're good at this is the the last point which i have there whenever you do something well be appreciative to yourself so basically if i understood it correctly have your own back yeah be accepting of your shortcomings but also be appreciative of your strengths yes and be kind to yourself yes Okay, yeah. so, so far so good. I think we might come back to this, but now I want to listen a crisp explanation of sense of growth. Sense of growth is um, whatever we do, we need to feel that we grow. And the most important thing, thing here is to have a, you could say, mini habit I, of every day that you appreciate some of successes you made, how you moved forward towards what we talk about in Walking the Talk. And... What I'm doing is in the in the evening, I'm just thinking about small successes I have during the day. What I succeeded towards what I want to do. And I talk about very small. I'm not talking about something big because the biggest problem is that we measure 
we celebrate only our biggest successes, but we beat ourselves up for every small failure. Yeah. So I want this part of the building block. But this building block is to equalize that, mm-hmm. to find a way how you can measure your successes on a daily basis, so that you feel you grow. So basically, to f- uh, paraphrase what you have just said, every evening you have a, like a lit- little ritual mm-hmm. when you are writing down or in a, some way celebrating even the smallest successes you exactly. have. Exactly. Okay, that sounds. That comes back to the power of writing that you mentioned, Marta, you know, about writing down things. I think it's super important. Mm. That's one of the things that actually I'm studying right now, you know, wow. how how writing helps us to self-develop and cope with things. But let's end up with the creative freedom. Yes. So what is a creative freedom, Dimi? This is my favorite one in the way that you, here in creative freedom, you actually use everything you created in the fort, the, the previous fort building blocks, and you use all of this knowledge to be unique and to do the things in your unique way. How can you do that? Actually, you find out. Maybe it's with my help or someone else's help, but maybe you can do it yourself. But when you do something, in order to be different in this life, you need to be yourself. That's what I believe in. And when you find who you are, then it's easy to show to the world. And then you're going to be distinguished by other people. So in this way, you can be very more successful. So the main idea of this one is how can you use your uniqueness to do what you do in your life in your way? Okay, that sounds great. And I think the only mental obstacle I see here is that many people cannot see that they are unique. They can't. Yeah, uh, I and I think that this is one of the, those things that we struggle with, mm-hmm. that we cannot see that we are really having something unique. And now I'm coming back actually to Marta, and I want to ask you about this creative freedom because Marta's belief is, and it's actually on our website. On you've got five options, mm-hmm. the five options that everyone has something special and unique to offer and everyone has a potential to achieve greatness so i'm wondering marta what are your thoughts uh, about this creative freedom now when you've heard it from dimi because you are quite on the same frequency guys i think so too and definitely what you your model what you are talking about is definitely what i have gone through of course in my journey and of course the part of that you were talking about being compassionate and your own connection your relationship with yourself i had whole stories about how i am no special how i have nothing to offer i have no talents and and Definitely one big uh, limiting belief that I've had was I'm not creative. Anna is the creative one (laughs) and I am the, you know, I'm performing well, I can make things happen, blah, blah, blah. But I had this, a lot of these things. And of course, through that journey, I've learned how to change those uh, beliefs for myself. And I've learned how to create a compassionate connection with myself. And I so agree with you. This is so difficult (laughs) and uh, definitely worthwhile. Yet again, the most challenging things are usually the ones that are the most worthwhile. And this is so amazing because when you set yourself free, it's a lot about freedom, right? This is so beautiful because creative and freedom, they, you know, they they just link so perfectly. And this is just so beautiful because when you set yourself free, the creativity starts coming. When you start being creative, you get more freedom. So this is just, you know, these two beautiful concepts. And this part, I'm living creativity now. Mm -hmm. So coming from a place of I am not creative, 
and I have nothing unique and nothing special to offer, I am actually living in my everyday life a creative and more and more free life as we speak. So this mm. is definitely you have something here that I, have, I can definitely identify my own journey in those words. Is that what wow. you were looking for, Anna? Or? Uh, this and many more. Uh, thank you, Marta, for this, uh, for this very nice comment, which was, again, very vulnerable and very honest. And I love that. I love that about this show, by the way, guys. I'm really happy that you came here, Dimi, and sh- told you. us about your uh, model because it really is uh, very um, coherent and makes a lot of sense. And uh, thank you for that, Marta. Thank you for your uh, wonderful remarks. Guys, you should have coffee in London. (laughs) And for the time being, we will say goodbye to our listeners. And uh, guys, I want to uh, know from you if you believe in Santa. Please just drop us a message on our website. Okay. Bye-bye, guys. Bye-bye. You are listening to You've Got 5 Options radio show, where we hopefully convinced you that 5 indeed is a magic number. To catch up with our previous programs, apply to be our guest, send us your life challenge, or just to see how do we really look like, visit our website, the5options.com. We hope you enjoyed this episode and that you will come for more. That's all, folks. <laughs>